Oh, sugar. That was pretty good. That was, oh, that was great. I, I know, I know I, you're stressed out. It's okay, though. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties that really threw me for a loop, but you were so supportive and, oh. s- and stalwart through the whole thing. You were like, <laughs> we can record this on Christmas Day. Honestly, I'm great at a funeral for just that reason. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? Everything's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to work out. We're not the ones who are dead. Um <laughs> But no, we're here to talk about President Evil. That's right. Um, which begins where we all want to be in the sexy, sexy classroom of <laughs> sexy, sexy <laughs> Professor Landry. But what's this? <gasps> He's not even there. He's not even there. It's his dumb TA who doesn't like Veronica, which he shouldn't like her because she cheated in that first he thing. He didn't even <laughs> fucking get over yourself, bud. You're not the professor. <laughs> Professor says it's fine that she cheated. She's got them. That's true. Professor likes her. She's got legs like a fine wine, says Professor <laughs> Pervy, I think. He probably says that. He probably says that about her legs. <laughs> Which isn't even like, I don't know, if you were going to be sexist about yeah. Veronica, is that what you would go with? She's so small. But she, I think she is a lot of leg. But For, like, I think percentage-wise, yeah. she's got a lot of leg happening. Okay, all right. Um... But yeah, I probably would reply uh, talk about how cute she is, mm-hmm. spunky. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess spunky is not a very sexy word. Do pessimistic uh, misogynists say things like, eh, she's not got a lot of torso. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, the torso ratio is way They say she's up. really short-waisted. <laughs> short-waisted? That's a thing. That sounds like a 1700s critique. Did you read that in a Jane Austen? No, in some Cosmo or something. You don't understand the bullshit that you consume as a teen girl. <laughs> that you just internalize all these things that aren't even your issues, but no. you find out about them. That's you true. find out to be worried, are you short-waisted? Or do you have a long torso? Mm-hmm. Neither is good. No, you don't want none of that. There's only like a very specific proportion that you are allowed to be if you want to fit in clothes mm-hmm. and and be fl- and have it be flattering. And V Mars has got it all. Honestly, she does. <laughs> uh, she doesn't wear as many outfits in this episode. I mean, she wears outfits, but she doesn't. She has one costume. Yeah. And but she doesn't. When she's undercover, she doesn't dress up. No, that's true. Um, there's a lot of good uh, voice undercover work. Yes. Not just her. She brings in. Uh, Brings in a partner later on, yes. which I, I found very, very amusing. charming. I love a good audience stand-in, you know? Yes, totally, totally. But we begin in, uh, in the classroom, and Weevil comes in and gives a little weird, like, presentation about being uh, ex-con and what. Yes, and it's an oral presentation about the socioeconomic factors that lead to crime. Yes. Which is funny because I feel like most of the time, Veronica purposely ignores all of that. She's like, I just want to hang out with my rich boyfriend. I don't want to deal with socioeconomic issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the show on a whole, even when we were doing uh, bum fights way yeah. back when, we didn't really get into 
we're like, oh, he's a veteran, so we can like this homeless person. Yes. We didn't really un- understand why veterans end up on the street in no. such an alarming rate. No, we really don't dig in on social issues Mm-mm. usually on this it's show. It's not that show. This is the Southern California show. It is the Southern California show. Um, and there are have and have nots. But we really, we usually don't get into like why they don't have any. Mm-hmm. And it's always something, <laughs> when, it, when we do, it's always something weird and like socially out of reach for most people, even if your dad is someone's butler. Yeah. How do you relate to, <laughs> you don't understand my pain, my dad is a butler. My dad, is, my dad wears a suit at home. That's the clue. <laughs> don't miss it. Oh, I love that episode. It's almost yeah. Christmas time now. Maybe I'll rewatch it. That's a good one. Um, but but we get some quality Veronica Weevil action in this episode for a little while. Things go I south. Think it's, I think it's always quality. Oh, okay, yeah. Regardless of how they feel, yeah, about yeah, they're another. not always they're not always buds. Yeah, but they are interacting. And <sighs> okay, so we got to get into it. So what's up? Something that bugged me a lot in this episode, and I'm kind of going to jump ahead and then we can jump back. Yeah. So in this episode, Weevil gives his little speech about how he kind of misses crime. And it's very tempting because he misses having cash in his pockets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Veronica probably gets an A on that oral presentation. Even though the TA is going to be the one grading it, I think she's still going to get an A because it was so good. Then she tells Weevil about this, about Mercer's casino party, casino nights that he does. Mm -hmm. And that night, the casino nights get robbed by a guy, by two guys, one who who talks. The one who talks does a very offensive (laughs) Latino accent. Yes. And then Veronica accuses Weevil of the crime. So in Veronica's mind, she really thought (laughs) Weevil would hold up a party of a bunch of rich kids, a bunch of rich college students, Mm -hmm. and do a horrible, offensive Latino accent. It is criminal mastery. To, it's social commentary. He's turning the stereotype on its I, ear to performing this he, Latino stereotype for these white kids, but all the while making it so obvious no Latinx person would do that never. voice. But that's the perfect crime. They don't get into that. But they don't I, get into Okay, there's two. Now I have another. Okay, so that's one reason Weevil obviously didn't do this. Right. Because he would never. Yeah. He would do a surfer boy accent in a heartbeat. We've oh. heard him do it. He's great at it. Yeah. Second, Weevil has no friends. So who is the second gunman? Also a question that Sheriff Lamb does not seem no, to be interested doesn't, in. No, he arrests Weevil as like, case closed, there's moving no, on. And we go to the box. In Veronica Mars, we see Lamb in the box. Like, it's part of the show. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't interrogate him. He doesn't him. even ask Weevil any questions. <laughs> but no, no interest in no finding interest. him. Uh, another thing, we see the culprit's wrist between yes. his suit jacket and his uh, glove, his butlery glove, yes. even. Um no tattoos. No tattoos. White skin. White skin. Like, Weevil's not, like, he's not the darkest complexion in the no, world, but, but he's, he's not, a, he doesn't he's look not like, like a, a white guy. He's not like a fair-haired, 
never goes out in the sun. Not some Scandinavian <laughs> dime store Mike O'Malley looking <laughs> motherfucker. Uh. All right, we're we're spoiling all this stuff, but it really the the accent really bugged me because yeah. Anyone, I mean Veronica especially, but anyone listening to it could clock it as fake. Yes. But that Veronica thought Weevil would do that accent is wild. Yeah, she should have, like, honestly, there should have been a moment where, like, because she will eventually repeat that accent to sort of, like, say, I've thwarted the bad guy. So I guess they're saving it for then. But there should have been a moment where she brings the accent up to Weevil, maybe just does it to, like, sort of mock him. Right. Wouldn't have been a great look, but whatever. Veronica does shit like that. Well, Veronica does. It's not a great look on Veronica that she's accusing Weevil anyway. She has no evidence. And he is her friend. Right, right, right. It's all circumstantial. Well, he committed the cardinal sin of pointing out that her relationship with Logan is fucked. (laughs) Which, I mean, I guess she would. But. Here's the other thing. I don't think even in a even in a robbery situation, mm-hmm. Weevil would ever choke Veronica. I don't oh think he God, would ever yeah. put his hand around her neck. No, absolutely not. Um and like I honestly even in like putting aside his like love and affection for Veronica mm-hmm. in as many like sort of tormenting ways as that can yes. ex- express itself. I don't think he would want to do a crime in a room that Veronica was in. No. He's not that stupid. Like, he would do it right before Veronica got there. Mm-hmm. Or he would do it, say, to Logan, like Rob oh, Logan, while she would, was in another yeah. location. I mean, that's the other part. Is like if Here's the thing. If Weevil knew Mercer, mm-hmm. Weevil would want to commit crimes against Mercer. <laughs> We know, like, but Weevil doesn't even know Mercer. Yeah, yeah. Mercer is like an uber dick. Yes, Uh, exactly. It would be a perfect target. So satisfying. That's exactly who Weevil wants to steal. But even remember back in the day at the the Christmas episode, Mm -hmm. in that episode, Weevil isn't stealing from them. He wants to win fair and square. Yep. So... Although in that in that case, Weevil can use like poker, and like that's a fun way to win scare yes. fair and square. Being a custodian and just like like paying into yeah. the company pension plan for forty years down the line, like that's not a fun way to win fair and square. No, you're right. I Weevil has a tough life right now, as we know. He should be an assistant at Mars Investigations for at least the rest of this arc, mm-hmm. but it is not to be. Yeah, I mean, definitely no. No dental over at Mars Investigations. No, that's true. No, it's uh, sliding doors, I suppose. Though I could see Keith have a dentist former client that gives him a deal. (laughs) Don't you think? He has to solve it. Every time Veronica gets a cavity, he has to solve solve a weird case. case. Yeah. I think that could be how that is happening. Yeah. Because Veronica's got great teeth. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Keith's got, you know. Not bad teeth either. I think so. I I've don't never really look at them. <laughs> but no news is good news. Exactly. I, I honestly, that's sort of how I feel about teeth. If I notice your teeth are bad, then we've already passed. That's that's all I'm going to notice. Mm-hmm. But I don't really check for good teeth. Yeah. Um, the biggest teeth in the episode, though, belong to former president uh, Jimmy Carter. 
Yes. Which it's weird. They don't address the the whole point breakness of it yes. all, which I think is fine because like, do we need them to talk about it? But also, why do an exact clone of Point Break? Here's what I think. What bugs me about it? Okay, is we have the two. So so the crime that happens. Yeah, is the two people in the president mass with guns. Okay. So that is a point break reference. Mm-hmm. We find out that those masks and guns are from a prop from a short film mm-hmm. that is about people wearing president masks and committing robberies. Mm-hmm. So I'm very offended at those film students who just stole from point break. They didn't make a Point Break sequel. They're not making a Point Break parody Mm -mm. like you or I might have participated in, Mm -hmm. like normal people. Right. An average college student should do two to three Point Break parodies by the time they graduate. There's so It's very rich material. You've got the surfing. You've got the skydiving. You've got that scene where he screams and shoots his gun in the air a bunch of times. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. All of this is bonfires. Beach football. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff to make homages to. Fertile ground. But just to steal it and make it a movie, Mm -hmm. because it's not even like if, and we do go to the theater, the theater people are having their own challenges. Yeah, yeah. But it's not even like they did a play where there were people wearing dead president's masks with guns. Which I think then at least, then I'd be like, okay, you're you're changing the medium. Wait, wait, oh, so you would have preferred if the theater kids were doing that? Yes, if they did an adaptation of the movie Point Break as a play, I'd be much more into that than people just making a, quote-unquote, making a short that is Point Break and never saying it's Point Break. But the think about actually sitting through that play... A short film, at least it's part of it's part of a, a festival where you're gonna watch other stuff. It's probably only six minutes long at most. Like I don't know. It's just it's creatively bankrupt. Yeah. I buy that. Or maybe there's something in the maybe there's something to it we didn't get to see uh that redeems it. But so far I'm I'm thinking it was a a mistake. Like it's for the point breaking to electric boogaloo. And they all get on roller skates and roll around. So just like this insane mishmash sort of music video compilation style uh-huh. of 80s reference, 80s movie references. It would make me so happy. Honestly, now that I've said it out loud, I want there to be a point break, break in mashup. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch it. I mean, point break in, it's right there. Point break in. It's right there. Okay. Right? So now, headcanon, that's what the <laughs> If that's was. what the film was, I, I applaud it. Yeah. I wish I, I went to Hearst. But the relevant part of that yes. film is that their equipment van was stolen or yes. broken into while yes. they were shooting that movie. Mm-hmm. Cameras were stolen. Audio equipment stolen. Prop guns and rubber masks. Yep. But everything miraculously is found like just a few blocks away. Old, I think the campus police find it, don't they? Oh, yes. I the think diligence the, yeah. of the campus police. Yes. Bring, okay. The campus police find are able to recover everything but the prop guns and the masks. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. And at this point, did we say we went to 
went to jail? No, I don't think we got to. <laughs> we talked about we talked about how they're not doing the investigation right. But yes, so Weevil gets picked up for this casino robbery. In front of Logan, who acts like a real dillweed about it. Yep, 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 yep. But guys, you know, Logan is a dillweed. I honestly really appreciate that someone's like, you know how TV shows can kind of, they can kind of have like a goldfish memory yes. problem sometimes. Like, uh, oh, one that we've talked about a lot is mm-hmm. in um, iZombie, another yes. Rob Thomas property. When everyone just forgets about his murders because he gets amnesia. <laughs> but, fine. Okay, so maybe he doesn't deserve to be like vengeance murdered because he has right. amnesia. We can figure that out. But don't start dating him right away. <laughs> no way. That's insane. That's crazy. So Veronica's dating Logan. Mm-hmm. and. Yes, they've been on very long, complicated journeys, but also there's so much shit that they've been through, and now you're in college. Yeah. Great opportunity to fresh start. I love that when she's talking about her boyfriend, Uh huh. Weevil, like a pers- perfectly reasonable person, is just like, oh, this must be some new this guy pretty, I've uh, never right, met. Right, exactly. It must be a new guy. She couldn't possibly be dating the same guy who, you know, was the boyfriend of her dead best friend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who she suspected of that murder for a second. Right, right, right. But who- it turns out it was her dad um, <laughs> who, like, I got into a literal gang war with yes. and, like, almost got Veronica killed in the crossfire of. Whose dad. Who, yeah, there. It's very complicated. It's and there's so a l- complicated. And you're right. This would have been a perfect time for a clean break. And that's what Weevil assumes happened. Yeah, he's like, oh, she's dating. I'm sure he's like, she's dating some white guy who yep. probably has a lot of money. Yes, but not him. Not him. And she's. And it is also very sweet. I think that because Logan is kind of has Logan. I guess he knows now that Logan didn't murder Felix. Yeah. But Logan did set the pool on fire. <laughs> like, Logan did participate in class warfare. He's a total dick. And Weevil's like, remember, he wasn't a very good boyfriend to Lily. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like Weevil. No, but it's very sweet. That yeah. That's what Weevil holds on to. Weevil's still very much in love with Lily. And yeah. I think will be till. Yeah. And. And maybe that's a lot of where his sort of like, I don't know, is it like a protection quality or obsession with Veronica or something like that? But I feel like a lot of it is transferred from yes. Lily, you know, yes. seeing like her being the next closest thing in his life. Both that and the spirit of Lily, because Lily was very protective and supportive of mm-hmm. Veronica. Right. Um, Which brings us, I think, to the necklace that yes. gets stolen. Which was Lily's. Yes, and Veronica started to wear it, mm-hmm. uh, and Weevil notices. And then that night, someone grabs Veronica by the neck and yanks off the necklace. And Veronica thinks, oh, that must be Weevil. <laughs> I know who did this. <laughs> he loves that necklace. Yeah, one of the people who has been, who's there for me whenever I need his help, person who I am friends with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he just choked me and stole my necklace fair play i suppose oh veronica um but when weevil is arrested we get one of the finer um sheriff lamb moments i think of the series which is the uh 
the Simpsons reference. Uh, just taunting, taunting Logan a little bit with the, hey, good luck, and we'll be back to pick, pick you, you up, up later. later. Oh, I love that. So good. Um, yeah. Logan's still a little doughy, but it was, it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If Sheriff Lamb's coming after Logan with extreme pres, <laughs> uh, why can't I think of the word? Prejudice? Prejudice. Thank you. Yes. I'm kind of fine with that. Yeah. Go get them, boys. Go, good luck. He's Teflon, but mm. do your best. Um, so Veronica, Veronica's real mission, and it's kind of fun the way the episode plays with us because one would think that the, Veronica's mission would be to prove that Weevil didn't do it. Sure. But that is not what Veronica is there to do. Mm-mm. She wants her fucking necklace back. Yeah. She doesn't care about the money. She doesn't care about... I mean, ultimately, she does get the bad guys uh, sent to jail for it. But, like, she really wants her fucking necklace. Mm-hmm. That's really what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it actually kind of goes back to that, like, fire that mm-hmm. we've been saying has been missing from Veronica. Yeah. Where, like, she doesn't have a personal vendetta in the overarching mystery right. as of just yet. And as soon as it's back to Lily Kane, mm-hmm. like this mystery of the week is way more important than her tracking down the Hearst serial rapist. Yes. Who is, she has a photograph of. Yeah, she's, she's got his photo. There are ways that, and we talked about this last time, it, if Veronica was fired up, mm-hmm. that's all she would need is that photograph and she would find the person. Yeah. She, in, in this case, she makes a phone call. Yes, she interviews she, Claire. She does an accent. Yeah. Um, and she figures out that the guy is wearing a camp sweatshirt, so she gets the roster of the camp. So she does do the work, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not as important to her as that necklace. Here's the thing. If she went to the pizza place and they're like, oh, yeah, we can get you a list of, when those, of the pizzas that were delivered, but it'll be like next Wednesday. Which is what the answer yes. she gets in the rape case. Yeah. Do you think she would accept that from the pizza Absolutely boy? Absolutely not. That's kind of what she, she could have come back when the manager was there. <laughs> she absolutely doesn't want to do that. She's like, "Give, we need it now. Let's make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Drive out to Camp Waterloo. This is the more important mystery. A hundred percent. Look at old pictures from camp counselors. Mm-hmm. See, see, figure out if you recognize them in the pictures. Yeah, but, but no, she, she's not that fired up about she's it. She's happy to let a fucking fortnight pass between getting this photograph. Yeah, and... when there's rapes all the time. Oh my god, yeah, it's a serial crime, and so you don't know when the next victim is going to be. No, but she's Ugh. willing to. She's willing to take her chances because honestly, she has to figure out who sent Weevil that pizza. <laughs> it was on the internet, <laughs> which it's so funny. Like I don't. I was thinking about it. I don't remember the last time. I called a pizza place. Okay. Do you call pizza places? I call tomato pie because yeah, uh, they don't have. I've, maybe they do have a, a decent website. I just they do. They have a very really yeah it's super easy yeah. I don't know. I call tomato pie. I got the numbers. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, but crispy I, crust. I go online. Do you pay in advance with your tomato pie, or do you yeah, pay cash have, when they bring it? They have a card on file. Okay. Yeah. 
but they won't. This so if we're gonna get into tomato. No, we gotta talk it out. Uh, they won't delete my old addresses. So I've lived at since I've started eating yeah. tomato pie. This is my third address, mm-hmm. and every time they ask me, "Is this twelve sixteen? Is it ten thirty four and a half?" Like, no, it's eleven fifty, dude. Yeah, delete, delete, delete the other two. They won't do it. I'm telling you, online you could do it. Online, click, click, done. I just have so few occasions to like talk to a human being. I know on you the like phone. you enjoy other humans. That's the difference. <laughs> um, no, and and I I'm not gonna say their website is the fancy. It's here's the thing. Have you ever ordered online Domino's? I have the Domino's app. Okay, so Domino's is killing it. Oh, so streamlined. You know, you know, you know who is rolling out your pizza dough. Mm-hmm. Well, which we know they don't actually roll, but you know what I'm saying? No, they come in frozen discs. They come in frozen discs. I imagine. I've never worked at a Domino's. But you know who is put, he was applying toppings to your frozen disc. They put the name of the person. (laughs) They tell you prepared. They tell you when it's being checked over, which that I think is bullshit. I don't know that I buy into the checking over, but that process takes at least five minutes. Mm -hmm. But someone's got to check it over. They tell you the name of the person who checks it over. Mm Mm-hmm. You can track it to your house or to be ready for picked up. It's that's okay. So, so tomato pie is nowhere near, which is a local good pizza chain in LA, yeah. uh, is nowhere near at Domino's level of sophistication. But, like, you know, you click an order and you order it and it comes to your house. Okay. Yeah. That might save some time. <laughs> All right. No, Maybe I, I think it's let, great. I can let it go. I can let go of call no, it pizza place. No, I think it's great to call a pizza place. I loved the uh so Danny, right, yes. is the the little pizza boy and his like fanboy moment of getting to meet the celebrity of yes. Veronica cuz he's a current student at Neptune mm-hmm. High, which, you know, again in season 1 we see these moments, or maybe it's season, no, season one, where like the underclassmen are kind of like in awe of her. Yes. Which I appreciate because of course you would be. She's so impressive. Of course she would be. Every boy at that school would have a crush on her. Oh my God, totally. And like every time you walk by the Lily Kane fucking memorial fountain, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to tell tales of how yes. Veronica Mars did this and right. how Veronica Mars got that girl's dog back from the fucking dog napping ring. That totally. Um, so he's like way down to to do a funny accent on the phone too. Yes. So I don't know if I followed that entirely. Okay. The manager needed to call the company. There's a third party company that's dealing with their online pizza delivery yes. system that is managing or maintaining like the i or capturing the ip addresses of the people who are ordering and they made it sound like it was the internet service provider themselves that was doing it but that i don't think that is a service internet service providers provide right they don't track ip of the of your commerce yeah most of them barely give you internet right like they don't but yes it is a third party that does capture ip addresses okay but the manager would have to call Gotcha. So gotcha. Danny does a little voice, which I assume is close to the voice of. The, I think he's doing an impression of the manager. I imagine because otherwise Why, it's, yeah. it's quite a lot of flair. <laughs> so he does an impression of the manager, and yeah. they're able to get the IP address. And the the terminal is at Hearst College, mm-hmm. right outside of two things: campus police and. The uh, construction air- zone where uh, Wallace has been, uh, Weevil has been working. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yes. So it does the not. drywall dust. Yes, it does not clear Weevil at all. Yep. Um, but also, as Veronica pointed out, it is a public computer terminal mm-hmm. in a highly trafficked area. Yep. So it doesn't say Weevil necessarily no. did. Oh, and by the way, the reason Weevil got arrested was because they found um, in his car mm. uh, some of the missing items. Yes. Some of the stolen items. So it wasn't. This is not the most trumped up of a lamb charge we've ever seen. He didn't just round up the usual suspects. He did have, like, a reason. Yeah. Did he get a tip that led him to... I think... To Weevil? I yeah. think, It was an yeah. anonymous an tip. anonymous which tip. Fucking... Sheriff Lamb is sitting around waiting for those anonymous tips to roll in. I think so, <laughs> but also he knows Veronica's going to solve it for him. So all he has to do is not embarrass himself. You notice right. he does call the the news crew but he calls the news crew after veronica solves it for him right he doesn't call the he news d- crew no. when he gets weevil no he he waits to make he's like let's let's let veronica suss this one out <laughs> then we'll decide <laughs> she has a tearful scene with weevil where he she gets him to admit he did it then we'll know oh no but she does it because he didn't do it he didn't he didn't we have other storylines in this episode okay what's next well, we haven't Midget really finished this. Talking. We haven't really finished this storyline, <laughs> okay. but but yeah, we have we have what in the world was Veronica wearing at the Halloween party? Your first call, which was a good one, was that she looked like Veronica Lodge mm-hmm. from Riverdale, but or not so- from Riverdale, but from the Archie comics, the, from the town of Riverdale. Yes, from the town of Riverdale. Um, the side pony, though, I think was throwing it off, and it was like. It was a thin costume, right? Yes. It didn't look like uh, I wasn't like, oh yes, of course, it's no. Veronica Lodge. But this is something at that whole party. It all looked like things college students would wear to a costume party, and mm-hmm. not necessarily very talented co- college students. Yeah, um, I it was like built out of what you had in the closet. Yes. I had a costume in college that set me down a path of like, oh, I should start investing in Halloween costumes because yeah. this is really fun. All I had to do, I went to a Hobby Lobby and I picked up Pink Tool uh-huh. and I made a tutu. Okay. But other than that, I owned like green plaid shorts. I borrowed a pair of combat boots and I had this Hawaiian shirt and my hair was long enough. I was really that hoping I, that this is where this is going. And I went as Ace Ventura pet detective in the uh, mental institution Fantastic. undercover scene. Amazing. I thought it looked fucking great. And I'm sure it was recognizable. So, somewhat. I don't know. I didn't there are people get, like, who miss the ref? Here's the thing. When I like finished it and I looked at myself in the mirror, I was imagining I would be like carried around at Halloween yes. parties on people's shoulders like I fucking won the big game yeah. or something. But So maybe my hopes were a little too high. Yeah, it is a bit of a – it's a niche move. Mm-hmm. I like to do – you know what? I like to do characters in costumes, I realize, because I think mm-hmm. we've already talked about my uh, Daniel son at the Halloween ball yes, costume. Right. You did do, you did Karate Kid in a costume. Right. So that's just me. I got to have a fucking, I got to have a reference on a reference or something. I think that's, I think that's fun. The people who get it will really get it. Yeah. Play into that. Um, so, but, but you did better than anyone at this party. We've got um, Mercer is dressed up like, is it Alex from Clockwork Orange? Oh, I don't know those characters' names. That movie's Somebody hard gross. to watch. I watched it 
I watched it once and I will never watch it again. Yeah, I watched it one and a half time because mm-hmm. I watched it when I was a fucking like child. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I got caught. I got caught yeah. watching it and it had to be turned off. And yeah. Then years later, I I finally finished it. Um, another like pinnacle college experience. I had yes. a roommate who was super into Kubrick, and oh, so wow, you know. Yeah, I think that would. It, it's not my favorite Kubrick. It's not my favorite. It's so nihilistic. Yeah, and it's it's vile. Yeah, it's, yeah, but um, iconic costume and Mercer iconic pulls costume. it off. He pulls it off. You got Dime Store, Big Lebowski. Yeah, there was a Big Lebowski guy. But I like this because sometimes it bugs me on TV shows mm-hmm. when the costume department goes too hard. Yes. Because that's not, that's not realistic for the world in which that you've, you've built this beautiful world. And sometimes people are in costumes and you're like, this character would not have that costume. Yeah. No, they played... They played it very well to, here's a bunch of lazy college kids yep. who are going to a Halloween party at the fake casino that they yep. gamble at every night of the week. Exactly. Anyway. No one even bothered to find another party. They're just no. like. Um, I think Logan has a severe gambling problem, but uh, he shows up late because he decided to go to class. Yeah, and um, is like a little bit bitchy with Veronica, like. Why are you giving me attitude? I did what you wanted me to when I went to class. Oh, God. He sucks. I fucking hate Logan. But that's really it from Logan, right? Do we have any other Logan um, story? He accompanies Veronica to the rapist's house at the end. Okay. But that's pretty much and And he taunts Weevil. Yeah. But all that's, right. that's all the Logan. We Perfect. have no Piz in this episode. We do have a little Wallace. Yes, we do. A little Aww, scandalous Wallace. Poor Wallace. I mean, poor Wallace, but also he makes bad choices. He does. And so his friend, who I believe is nameless, right? I don't think we know his name. Yeah, just new character pops yes. up. Yes. But he's hanging out with Wallace. He's- Good pop- time boy. He is a good time boy. And he's like, Wallace, don't spend your life behind with your nose buried in that book. You need to relax. If you relax, you're going to do better in school. I don't think Wallace is flunking this like technical science and math class because he's not relaxed. No, enough. that's not what the issue is. It might be that he's not studying enough. It might be that he's not studying enough. It might be that he isn't making the transition between high school studying to college studying, which is very different mm. and different strategies. He may, maybe he's a social learner. Maybe he needs a study group. Oh yeah. Like he, he could have benefited from an actual tutor's phone number. An actual tutor, but he is not. He is given a phone number, called a tutor, but it is not a tutor. It is Max who does get a name? Yes. Um, and Max has two options. He has a an exam that you can buy, mm-hmm. and then for an extra hundred bucks, you can get the answers to the exam. And uh, Wallace tries to do the right to do the semi right thing, mm-hmm. and just by the exam. But it's too hard. <laughs> yeah, good catch on do the right thing. It is. It's not quite the right thing. Here's the thing: if it was really a study guide, it wouldn't cost a hundred bucks, and no, nope. you could get it. Like, does the teacher have a study guide? Probably. Could if he had gone, maybe directly to the professor during his office hours and expressed his concerns about his like trajectory in the class, 
instead of just talking to the second Little Giants alumni that we have in this season. Who was great. Yeah, he really shines. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it feels like Wallace is trying to figure this out on his, when his first, you're right, his first instinct is drop the class, which he wants to be a mechanical engineer. Right. So that's, he can't. He's going to have to take mechanical engineering 101. Oh, I mean, when I was in college, I was going to be a geologist. And then, oh, when really? that, yeah, and when those classes started to go south, I just decided to study television. <laughs> and that worked out. It worked out fine. Um, uh, yeah. But if he was able to drop that class, I think maybe that would be the end of his, uh, his yeah. engineering career. But he is not able to drop it. He missed the, he missed the drop week. Mm-hmm. So. But yet, the things that would help him are not what he's doing. And I think staring at the book alone in your room is probably not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs support, like a tutor. Yeah. But instead, he buys the exam. Yeah. Well, because and his then, booty tutors show. <laughs> and then, oh, Wallace, he turns his exam in first. Mm-hmm. And perfectly i'm guessing i'm guessing like word perfect and it was an exam with two booklets leading me to believe that these are essay questions i think it's that one booklet is the test Uh uh-huh and then one booklet's for the answers okay i'm like trying to remember i feel like the only time i've seen that was when you get like that thin blue like lined paper notebook and you had to like hand write essay questions I had math classes or like econ classes where you okay. had to do things in a, a blue book. You would still use a blue book. Yeah. Oh, right. Because you got to show all your show formulas all your and yeah. your processing and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Okay. That makes sense. Um, now, I don't remember the test usually being also in a blue book. Mm-hmm. That seemed like a little bit of a TV thing. Okay. Because I feel like the test would usually just be on like letter paper. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then you'd have the blue book. Yeah. But point is, Wallace doinked up. And I mean, it's such a it's such a rookie move. Like, I can't even imagine how he did it. Like, be, and here's I will also say, mm-hmm. and this is going to make me sound whatever. It's the truth about me. Okay, I'm very conscious of who finishes test first. Do you know why? Because you wanted it to be you all the time. No, because it, usually I was done, and I had to decide: uh, Am I going to go up first, or am I going to wait? Do I need to check over my answers? Mm-hmm. There, I mean, there were tests in my life that I was close to the middle, maybe. But I'm, I'm just, I'm the kind of person if I don't know it, I don't know it, mm-hmm. and I'm fast. Right. I, so that combination. So like, it's very easy to just sit in your chair and wait for someone else to go first. It's yeah. not hard. That's like some basic shit. Yeah. He could have honestly, he memorized. All of the answers, right? Which, <sighs> in order to like the question, very hard task to do. Yeah, but just how to read it again, sort of absorb those concepts a little yep. bit. Like, also, here's the thing: is that cheating? Honestly, like writing a test, taking a test. This is kind of philosophical. What's the point of taking a written test to prove that you memorized a bunch of shit or to prove that you understand concepts? To prove that prove that you can apply concepts. And I don't know that in his case he mm. learned the concepts, so he's not really applying the concepts. 
So she just memorized like those, like the waves on the graphs and things like that. I've never taken mechanical engineering, so I don't know what the t- there were graphs. With there were waves. graphs on, on the yeah. No, so what you're saying them. makes sense. So did he draw them out? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in a per- in if he, because that's the other thing is I've definitely learned from like mm-hmm. actually study guide learned from old exams. Okay, where you either take the exam or if you have the answers to the exam, you can use that to like practice applying the concepts like mm-hmm. practice tests almost mm-hmm. so you can you you can use old exams as a study guide it doesn't seem like that's what we uh, wallace did seems like wallace memorized the answers wrote them down really fast and then turned his test in first <laughs> right yeah and prof sniffed him out immediately sent his ta to go get him mm-hmm. brought him in and i mean that's where wallace's yeah, storyline ends we don't know, we don't yeah, know we what don't happens know. to him. there is a song going on at the same time saying busted 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 yeah busted. yeah yeah is You're that a johnny busted. cash number or just it's, sort of a facsimile it sounded like johnny cash yeah all right um but yeah so we think he's busted it's uh, it seems pretty bad um, um and then our other storyline is uh one of those fun Keith Mars storylines where his client just lies to him over and over and over and over again. And I feel like we've seen Keith fire people for lying to him. Mm-hmm. But for some reason in this case, he just keeps rolling with the punches. Well, there's some serious stakes involved in this one. There are well, two the lives f- hanging in the balance. But he doesn't know that's the first lie. He is told oh, yeah. that they're looking for the father of this dying child. So, because it's the child's last wish, right? To see the to see his dad. This is Dean Odell and uh, his wife. his wife. I was trying to think of like a clever name about her being like, poor shorter. Yeah, babe. Poor shorter. Porsche babe. Porsche yeah. babe. Mrs. Um, Odell. Mrs. Odell. And so that's what he thinks the case is. Mm. And so they do a whole thing, and it turns out the guy is an out-of-work voice actor. Or not out-of-work, but a working voice actor. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they bring him in as if he is going to an audition. He comes into the audition room, and there's Dean O'Dell and his wife. Right. And a bunch of headshots. A bunch of headshots that are on the wrong wall. They're on the wall behind him. There's a wall behind him. But the wall behind Dean O'Dell and his wife... Nothing. It's just Keith's wall. It's just a private eye room. It probably has his private investigator they license on the fucking wall. They do this whole thing where they're like, oh, Mitch, it's your turn. Oh, he's not ready to go. Go ahead, man. Why not just call him in? <sighs> it's not suspicious that when you show up for an appointment, you put your name on a list, then they call you from the list. For real. That's just how lists work. <laughs> Everyone, okay, so here's the thing. Keith was a little, like, shitty about him scraping out a living as a voice actor. But then, given the opportunity to do, like, their fucking little community theater. Yes. Oh, the three of them really dug in. They ham it up, all three of them. Oh, Veronica's chewing gum, Mm -hmm. you know? She's got this, like, uh, familiarity with the fictional character of Mitch, played by Cliff. Who Cliff is really, you know, he's, he's doing his thing. Yes. Um... And then fucking Dean Odell spins around in his chair like a Bond villain. 
Well, and then acts like a Bond villain because it turns out what he actually wants isn't to reunite this dying child with his father. It's that they want the bone marrow, this guy's bone marrow. They want his fucking innards. And rather than for half a beat appealing to this guy's sense of decency, the the reality of a dying child, Mm -hmm. um, anything, even offering him money right up Mm -hmm. front, they just threaten him. Yep. And- the escalation of that threat is so sudden yes. and terrifying that it, it makes my head spin. Well, and it's such a weird, not so weird, because I'm sure it's a fraught relationship, but like, and I think it just shows what kind of man Dean O'Dell is. Okay. Dean O'Dell has already beaten this man. He's stolen his child. <laughs> He's cut this man out of this child's life. He's... Dominated him in every way. He has no inner. Dell's doing maybe from his. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. Maybe Dino Dell is raising this child as his own son. Yeah, he's stolen this child. He didn't steal him. Dad's not around. Dad's doing his own thing now. Dad was cut out. He seems wounded by that, but I don't know if I trust him to. Is that really how things? He's a pretty good actor. It's Richard Grieco. Um. But yeah, I, I just feel like, it, and this is a recurring thing on Veronica Mars, mm-hmm. sometimes these men in power, or men with money, mm-hmm. get their panties in a twist. Oh, yeah. And fuck off. Yeah. You have all the power. Well, we saw- Why are you, Now you're threatening him? I mean, first time that he meets Veronica, he opens yes. with a threat. That's Dino Dell, like- He's an assertive man, and how do you think he got such a nice Volvo and a Porsche for his wife? And yeah, okay, it, it was it was totally shitty. And so the the dad, the biological yes. father, hasn't been around for for several years. Who can take how much responsibility for that aside? He's wounded and he's lashing out against yeah. his ex wife. I I think you're right. I think with a little fucking honey. They could have got him to uh, give honey, up his... And ultimately, mean spoiler, but we don't do spoilers in the show, they pay him off. Yeah. So they could have just started... She's driving a $100,000 fucking car. Right. Like, sell the car, get a Volvo, and pay him 50 grand. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? It's your child's life. Yeah. You're going to go to murder instead? <laughs> You're going to go to jail instead? Well, kidnapping and then, uh, yeah. You're going to kidnap. Go to Mexico. Do There is no Mexico. Well, there's some Mexico. There's Mexico for Keith. <laughs> Keith goes to That's Mexico. That's part of the lies. As you can tell by a, uh, a Virgin Mary painted on the wall behind him. And a slight yellowing of yeah, the lighting. Yeah, they changed the lighting yeah. to show they were in Mexico. Yep. Oh, man. But, I mean, so Keith's clients just keep lying to him. Yeah. And I know, so to shift gears a little bit. Yeah. To this LAPD detective who comes up. Oh, yes. To investigate the disappearance of the father. Um, now, there's no reason that this detective shouldn't believe that Keith is like a mercenary Sort of Vinnie Van Lowe type will do sure. like, hey, if this is what the client wants, this is what the client gets. You know, yeah. shove a guy in his truck for the right uh, trunk for the right price. 
And I know that Sheriff Lamb is a dick and not the best officer of the law. Right. But there's no way Lamb believes that that's what Keith did. Can Is he that deluded that he thinks that would, is what Keith no, would do for money? No, but there is no... There's no motive. There's no motive because they don't money. know. What do you mean? This is just some working stiff actor voiceover guy. Right. They don't have the connection of Dino Dell. They don't have the connection of the dying child. They don't oh. have the connection of the bone marrow transplant. All they have what is the case, business card. Yeah, all Ke- they have the Keith's business card, which I get why they would follow that lead. Yeah. But like. Well, then what they is that detective going to the beach that afternoon? Why would he drive out there? Make a phone call. Make a phone call or come and ask more questions. Like, <laughs> what, was, what were you investigating? Who hired you? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just so weird that they're like, you're a suspect. It's like, well, he's a private investigator. Right. So there's probably more to this then he just decided one day to go to this guy's apartment right and kidnap him that's true if you're going to follow the motive you have to figure out what it is for him. yeah you would think <laughs> thank goodness cliff was there to scare them yeah, away yeah but cliff scares them away and so maybe they would have asked those questions but cliff puts a kibosh on it right right great. and then they're like well we we don't have time to set up this appointment keith's got a lot of driving to yeah. do which if you think about it just as you and I know, getting over the border back into the States oh is like a six-hour ordeal. So that whole trip that That's a drag. Dino Dell and Keith made, that was like, what, 20 hours? 15 hours? That was a lot of hours. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, Odell gives it up right away as soon as Cliff texts yeah. Keith like, hey, I found the guy. He's like, Keith, I have to confess all of this to you right now. <laughs> I'm no criminal mastermind. I'm just taking you on a goose chase. Which, I just, I guess maybe I don't like seeing Keith get played like a patsy. Mm-hmm. I like when he's one step ahead of, a, of people. And, you know, it's kind of two in a row for him. If Like, you've got the, um, uh, the Charisma Carpenter murder. Yeah. Like, he really gets taken for a ride on yeah. that one. Yeah, Keith's in a bad way right now. I think he really needs a second in command. Like without Veronica, mm-hmm. he he's struggling here. Yeah, he's and having trouble. Fucking Cliff solves the case for him. Cliff solves the case. Oh my god. Or Cliff's researcher. Yeah. Yeah, because Cliff Cliff has a second. That's he's true. got a researcher. <laughs> um, but all of this works out as I've mentioned. Because they pay off the father. Yeah. They give him a Porsche and some money, and he no longer has to pay alimony. Yes, which, which you I are think aghast. is. I'm aghast. The idea of alimony yes. is to help a person, and I guess it's usually a female because they call it palimony when it's the other, I think. Palimony is a silly and fun word, but go it, on. It is silly. But essentially, it's to help someone who. When they were within a relationship, were supported financially, or mm-hmm. were that was the dynamic of the relationship. They weren't mm-hmm. earning on their own, and then when the relationship ends, that support is maintained. Right to maintain a, a 
what is it? A life a standard a of lifestyle. Living. Okay. Yeah. Standard of living. And in general, I I get it. It makes sense. It's hard out there. And a lot of times within a marriage, people make sacrifices and you shouldn't be set where you can't survive because you made sacrifices within a marriage. Okay. This man is broke as a joke. <laughs> he he's, does not have money. Right. He was not supporting his wife. That's why she left him. Mm-hmm. And then she marries someone rich. One, you shouldn't be paying alimony. Okay, there's two parts. One, what the fuck did this guy, uh, what could he possibly have been paying her in alimony? That's not what alimony is built for. Okay. So she's a shark if she took alimony from him. Two, she's been remarried. That's when the alimony train stops. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you don't get to keep alimony. That's why sometimes people don't get remarried. Uh, Well, can you sue? For back owed alimony, like you can sue for owed child support. I mean, if if a judge orders you to pay alimony and you don't, I assume that yeah, you could sue for that. Right. So here's but the thing: you can't you can't not get the ju- you can't not get a judgment for it, and then say you I should have gotten a judgment for it. So I imagine a world I where think. she leaves this guy because she, I mean, honestly, she says it's because he's lazy and it feels like he's entitled and um. All of that may be true. Probably just doesn't love him anymore, right? That I happens. think she probably doesn't love him, and I think she wants she wants money. Yeah. Well, so now she's got her son. She leaves him. They're struggling to get by. She's working, suing for child support, not getting paid, suing for alimony, whatever meager amount it is, never getting paid. Finally, she's got to do something. She finds Dean O'Dell. Mm-hmm. Like... Everyone's making, you know, taking shots at Dean O'Dell for having like a hot younger wife. Yeah. But also, Dean O'Dell has a horrible personality, and now she's married to him. And, and wasn't so- she his student or something? She was. She was his grad student grad back students, when you can yeah. do that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So now she's got to marry this professor who's kind of a prickly pear, not very good looking. He's like. She's got to raise his kid now with him, which, like, whatever. That's her life. That's her choice. Yeah. But don't you think maybe she wants to fucking just, like, tighten the vice on this guy who sort of drove her to that, uh, that trophy wife lifestyle? I think alimony from a person who can barely support themselves is wrong. Yeah. Morally. Oh, sure, sure. So morally she's wrong. Right. She was wrong probably to ever accept, <laughs> ask for it. Because I don't think he was supporting her. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know what he was doing before he was a voiceover actor, mm-hmm. but he lives in a crummy apartment. Right. He, what? And she's remarried. Like, I think she's just putting the screws to him as a punishment. Well, yeah, she sucks. Yeah. But now, oh, now all of a sudden her kid needs life-saving donation of marrow. Um, yeah. And... He gave the marrow. The kid's better. Mm-hmm. They'll get that through one. it. I hope he got some cash, too. Did he just he, get the car? I think he got a cash payout, and he never has to pay child support again. All right. Or alimony. Or but alimony. The alimony part was stupid because she's remarried. 
I mean, that's the real thing is once you remarry, you don't get to keep alimony. Right. Like, that's not how. Wait, you don't get to keep it like you don't get to keep receiving it or you have to you pay don't keep, it back? Oh, you don't get to keep receiving it. Oh, okay. You don't have to pay. I mean, because presumably you used it to live. Right, right, right. You're not really supposed to be pocketing it. If if you're pocketing it, you might you probably got paid too much. Um, well, that's a whole that's a whole nother can of worms. You can't tell her what to do with her money once she got it. She doesn't have to spend she it. She shouldn't have taken it. <laughs> there is no way that he owed her alimony. No, but okay. Regardless, it all works out. The child yes. gets to live. Uh, yeah, that one wraps up pretty. Keith didn't have to do shit, or Keith was prevented from doing shit. He chooses not to, ultimately. Yeah, no, he chooses. He probably gets a paycheck to deliver the dad to the sheriff's office, which ties a bow and lets yeah. Dino deal Odell but he, and his family. He off has the hook. a moment where he could stop everything, and he doesn't. Right. So he makes a he makes a choice to be complicit, which. It's a choice. Yeah. Do you want to watch another episode? Let's do it. Wait, do we do it again <laughs> in the middle? <laughs> I think we've done one one way and one the other way, so we don't have to do it. But we did look at each other like wondering. It was a pregnant pause. And I was so ready, but I I don't well I shouldn't have sabotaged it. Hi, no. Mogi. Hey, <laughs> what did you think of the second episode? I enjoyed it. Um, I I do think it didn't make me like Logan more. Oh my god, I was all right. So I was literally thinking there's so much to talk about besides how Logan <laughs> is such a dummy. Oh. Okay, so let's try to talk. Let's try not to bash Logan. Let's see how far we can go. I mean, I'm already stuck, but okay, yeah. <laughs> it opens, this episode opens kind of with a lot, right? Mm-hmm. We start in the waiting room of Dean Odell's office, and we can hear him, you know, accusing Claire of faking her rape, which is... Which apparently is enough to get you expelled, which he says is in the charter, which is, I, I mean... <laughs> If you're writing that in the charter, I uh-huh. feel like your charter is built to protect certain types of people. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Wallace is caught cheating. Uh, and Logan gets away with it. Yep, he just he get, takes a zero on the test and gets a lot of options laid yes. out before him. That's apparently not in the charter. Uh, Veronica plagiarizes, uh, or yeah. is caught plagiarizing. Right. Um, we'll get more into that. That I'm ninety nine percent sure any. School in the country. Usually, will that's expel that's you pretty for, frowned for that. upon. But apparently, but no, falsifying. And I guess what Claire did was morally wrong. It's heinous. Absolutely, it's, it's wrong. But it's not the same as, for example, accusing a person of rape. Right. They're they're really. It was a victim. It, it had okay. It had impact that, and certainly. It had impact, and the impact that it that the re- revelation of her faking it is gonna have be horrible for her cause, right? And I'm for her cause, so I'm sad about that. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of a victimless crime. 
I no, guess. no. What? What? Who was the victim? The Greek system? No, I the guess the Pythias or whatever. The v- actual victims of the rapists are the victim. Sure, but like, it's still more. It's morally like you said. It's heinous. It's wrong. Right. But the spirit of the charter having a thing in it <laughs> was probably about false accusations against right. a person. Right. Not just making up a crime that didn't exist. And also, I would venture to guess. I don't know. Maybe that fits under some vague umbrella. I can't picture it. What do you think the charter says about like sexual assault in general? I could imagine they leave that section probably probably blank. blank. Yeah. So yeah, it just to me it felt weird that he's like this is against the when yeah you shouldn't falsify you shouldn't make up a crime right. I'm trying to. There's probably a term for it that I'm not thinking of. Crying wolf. Or but no, again, like actual, like... crying wolf against a person is so, to me, so different. Right, right. Than saying than this thing pretending happened. a crime happened that didn't happen. Right. Because it wasn't like, it wasn't like she said, she didn't accuse anyone of it. No, but okay, let's say Veronica doesn't chase this stuff down and they go to the Greek system or then they dismantle the greek system and they kick out all those guys now there has to be a criminal investigation into it i mean it's sheriff lamb so who knows yeah but eventually someone from that frat is going to get charged yes, for it her could have rape. had it could have had drastic consequences but didn't right i guess what she actually did though and in terms of actual it's sort of like insurance fraud mm. like again not not right but it's not as bad as actually hurting a person it's a victimless crime i guess yeah and again and there's there's, there's impact no victim because veronica caught them in their well for here okay but we're also if we're talking about veronica catch if veronica exists in this world no yeah. no one is getting falsely accused of rape and and right. getting in trouble for it. I almost was like, it's stopping Veronica from investigating the real crime. But I was like, no, no. Veronica has showed no interest in investigating yes. the crime. Neither has Sheriff Lamb. Yes, I, I could see why uh, cops don't want you to make up crimes. I'm not saying making up <laughs> crimes is good, but it's not. I don't know if you should be expelled for making up a crime. Right. I don't know. I don't think you should not be expelled for making up a crime i think there's other things that also should have heavier consequences yeah i guess in a world where you don't you can cheat and have no consequences right no lasting consequences the idea that you get expelled for making up a crime seems out of whack yeah and the other big impact that this has that Dean enforces. Yes. Is Niche is now off of. Yeah, the, she lost her job. She is off of the editorial spot for the paper. Um, yeah, it's a big, it's making waves. And so Veronica figures it out. I guess we, it all happens off camera between yeah. the episodes. So I guess she probably put the screws to her boyfriend yeah. and got him to sing like a canary. They don't really go over what. Happened. Well, the way the dean says it is, yeah, the boyfriend talked. The boyfriend mm-hmm. admitted it. He doesn't even go there. 
No. Well, that's why he can't get expelled. <laughs> and no, I'm not defending making up crimes that didn't happen, yeah. but I in this it doesn't feel Yeah, the expellable. problem is I think the problem with it is they're like super quick to jump to action on this where yeah. everything else is really not getting addressed appropriately. Right. Um and God, they don't show it, but can't you just imagine Lamb like really throwing the book at these two? Yeah. Like really get digging in and getting mm-hmm. every single individual charge he could on these of two. Of course. He's the worst. Because, you know, that's Yeah, he'll take the fucking layup every time. Well, he'll take the layup and he doesn't like being embarrassed or have his time wasted mm-hmm. from his perspective. So right. And now, of course, as you were saying, how it's going to hurt the cause being getting justice for yeah. the real victims. Um, yeah, now would he investigate any of them anymore? Not that he really was. I mean, we get the answer in this episode. He will investigate them if it is handed to him. Right. Completely. Oh, my God. He even... His evidence that he found... He wasn't going to do anything with. It's so much bigger than the evidence that Veronica found. Literally anyone can buy any cologne and a hair Yes. Have you ever heard of, because I feel like rapists say this all the time. Oh, God. Okay. But I don't think I've ever heard of anyone doing GHB recreationally. Right, that's a real that's Dick Casablanca's yeah, defense. Yeah, rapists love to say that they do it recreationally. <laughs> but I've never heard of anyone anyone essentially roofing themselves. Right. In real life. Now, I don't I wouldn't say I'm the most far drug out. experienced person. So like okay. I'm sure there's all kinds of drugs that I've not heard of. Yeah. But I don't think it's a real thing. So if I were a cop, I would probably assume any time I found GHB on someone that there were nefarious plans with mm-hmm. it. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a large group of people who will take any single drug okay, to get sure. their hands on to get high. Yeah, It's not like privileged college kids that can get any kind of drug they right. want. You know, yeah. it's not Logan Eccles and his pals. I mean, it is over and over again. Logan is tied up in these GHB rings. I, he... <laughs> so how He's... long was that? How we long tried. did it take us to get to shit talking Logan? I this think time? maybe 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's insane. So Veronica, I mean, oh, my God, there's so much. Yeah. So much going on. But Parker basically fingers Mercer, which is, yep. like, huge um, and really compelling. Like, I like the way that yeah. she played that, how she, like, got him out of there. Yeah. Like, and shifted from being fun and flirty and kind of fucking embarrassing around Piz yeah. to, like, oh, shit, like, this is bad. Um, but the cologne is a match. Yeah. And because Mercer is doing his DJ set for the next two hours, Veronica yeah. takes the opportunity to break into his dorm. And look around, she finds a match on the cologne, or I guess finds that he owns cologne yeah. and owns a hair clipper, neither of which I think is really evidence of anything. It's kind of weird that he keeps his hair clipper with his underwear. 
in his underwear drawer, like hidden under things. That's kind of a weird place to keep your clipper. Right. Because it's a bathroom product. Sure. You would think you'd keep it with your other bathroom products. Right, right. And if it, here's the thing, if it is evidence, it's going to be full of hair. So she really needs to open that thing up and steal all the hair out. Yeah, from that's inside pretty it. smart. But that's that's tampering with evidence. Yeah, and fuck it up for well, court. Well, yeah. So she wants she wants she's already been through the rigmarole of people getting acquitted when they shouldn't. Right. But here's the thing. Now all Sheriff Lamb has to do is bring. He's got illegal gambling charges. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, possession of an illegal drug. Yeah. He could stroll right in there. Also, it's campus property. I bet he could get into his yeah. dorm room without cause if he right. wanted to. Get that hair clipper the right way, and like you're off and running. you got a fucking prime suspect now, Lamp. Hand it to you just like you like it. Yeah, no, he. it really is wrapped up with a bow. Ugh. And he does it. He arrests him. No. He leaves him out on the street to do his thing. Why does Logan say at the end of the episode that Marsh oh, is in right. trouble? What are you talking about? Well, too much stuff is happening <laughs> off camera. I can't keep it up. I thought he leaves him out there. That's why I was so upset. I mean, I don't know. I blacked out for the last yeah, 10 that's, seconds that's of the, the episode. La- that's the cliffhanger of the episode. <sighs> oh, Veronica my God. is pulled aside by Logan, and Logan says Mercer's in trouble. You got to help me. You got to f- help my friend Mercer. He's been arrested for rape. All right. Well, then I'm not mad at Sheriff Lamb anymore. I'm mad at fucking Logan. I'm so, oh my God. You've also seen this before. I know, but who can keep track of all these mysteries? I know. There's, there's so many mysteries. No, so... thank you for, thank you for. <laughs> yeah. So, so Lamb does when it's all wrapped up like a bow. He does take advantage of it. That's great. He does the right thing. Um, but that's like the C plot. Because we strangely enough, strange. We got a lot going on in this yes. episode. We have Wallace. He's trying to be a good guy. Now that he after in he the gets, wake of being a bad boy. Yes. Oh, and also in the wake of being caught. Yes. It was very nice of Veronica to like. Like only a good Wallace would confess when brought face to face with the... when your face is rubbed in the crime that you committed and everyone knows you did it. Yes, but he did. He admitted it, mm-hmm. and he was given the choice of either dropping the class and getting away with it scot free, or getting a zero on the test and having to make up ground. Mm-hmm. And he decides to stick with the class, take the test take the zero and improve and he does yeah he's showing improvement in the class and then but he's sleeping in when it's basketball time how long do you think that alarm was going off <laughs> must have been hours must have been he's so late for practice yeah because it's 906 when we will come in mm-hmm. and so at first you think oh it's been going off for six minutes yeah but then when you get he's to practice he's so late everyone's dressed everyone's like, playing already they're in scrimmage it's not yeah, even like they're shooting around totally it's point. not the beginning of practice yeah so he is beyond late but you know what that means right what the alarm went off it woke up piz yep 
He got up and yeah, went started taking shower. <laughs> take a shower. The alarm's still going an hour later when he gets back. I think the implication looks like the alarm's just been keep going, but I'm gonna guess that he did a slap of the snooze mm-hmm. at least a few times. Yeah, it probably goes off. It- <laughs> But I think if you snooze, it goes off every couple of minutes, right? Every 10 minutes, minutes or so? yeah, usually. Yeah. So that's like 14. And then he pretends to be asleep again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There are people who sleep through alarms. My brother's a sleep through alarm okay. person. Um, yeah. It was. It used to be like, because our bedrooms were like across the hall from each other. Okay. And I would wake up to his alarm. And it would just go on. Did you go in on. in your bathrobe with a tennis racket to wake him up? I wouldn't do it with the tennis racket, but I would stomp in there and stand over him and be like, your alarm's going off. Your alarm's going off. Your alarm's going off. Your alarm's going off. <laughs> How long would you commit to it? Not that long. Okay. Eventually, I would... The I mean, the real move... Mm-hmm. is to take the pillow out from under someone's head. <laughs> Let that four-inch <laughs> descent, really. But, oh, that's it. Because at that point, they really can't ignore you. Yeah. Because they've already... Because the alarm softened it. Mm-hmm. Me stomping. I'm sure my stomps softened it. Me standing there yelling, your alarm's going off, softened it. So by the time I pull the pillow out from under your head, you're going to wake yeah. up. Yeah. Gambit's over, yeah, buddy. Yeah, time for, you can't pretend for you're not sleeping. Yes. Yeah. Because there's a reason your alarm's going off. Yeah, it's time to get up and go. It's time for you to get up. I mean, so Wallace, obviously, he's got, he's gaining ground in class, and that's nice for him, but he just had a really big, juicy opportunity in yeah. basketball. He's getting Mason, who they name in this episode. Yeah, finally. His buddy from the last episode, he's getting an opportunity to take his starting spot. Yep. Or getting close to. Coach is dangling the carrot. Yes, exactly. Um, but, you know, it's not, don't show up late right after your big promotion. Well, and the coach is even pretty nice to him about it. Yeah. Um, but eventually Wallace is like, you know what? I can't do both of these things, so I'm going to choose my career and the thing that I want to do with the rest of my life over basketball. Mm-hmm. And he tells the coach that straight up. And he's like, I can come back next semester. Um, and coach is like, well, oh, and he's like, I understand if you take away my scholarship, which, you know, who would not be happy to hear him say that? Mrs. Fennell. Yeah. She- She'd be <laughs> fucking pissed that he was like, yeah, my mom, we can just cover the tuition. But he says, I give up my scholarship. And the coach is like, keep your scholarship. Which is so generous. Is that sort of thing like at the coach's discretion? Who does yes, who makes coach has decisions? a scholarship budget. Okay. It's just letting him have it. I mean, I, so, it's wild. Yeah. The only explanation is he must think that Wallace is like NBA bound or something. Yeah, he or must think, at yeah. least he's going to take them to a championship. Or maybe Hearst College isn't that big a deal at basketball. <laughs> no one else is asking for the scholarship. Yeah, and he's like, it's fine. I mean, he could theoretically give it to one of his starters who maybe is paying their own yeah, tuition. No, no. Let's just let Wallace keep it while okay. he does other things. Okay. Um. So, yeah, Wallace cheats and fucking gets away with it scot-free. Yes. Logan cheats. He does the sla- uh, move from Slackers, which I don't know if you remember that. Yes. Uh, I do remember that film. That's not the Chris Evans one. That's the, is that Laura Prepon? 
Yes. Okay. Devin Saw. Okay. Yeah. All star cast. Of... It really is Seth Green, I think. Maybe no. No, 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 no. Oh, you uh, know who is in that though? Oh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jason Siegel. Oh, I was thinking of the other Jason. Wait, Jason Siegel's in that? Slackers? Yeah. Wait. Uh, is it called Slackers? Is Big Pete is in it. I remember Big him. Pete He's the one who it. does the the test. I think shuffle. Devin Saw is the main character. Okay, I buy that. Oh, you don't remember? I don't know. Of course not. I remembered Laura Pe- Prepon and and Big Pete. Because there's also that movie Slackers that's like about people living in Austin, and it's like one of the most the first like indie movies. I think that is. is it, I think that's Slacker Singular. Okay. Because that's where the uh, the improv form gets its name. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I well, didn't know that. Yeah, well, fun fact. <laughs> so you do know some things, but you brought up the movie Slackers knowing very little about it. I remember the scene. I remember the relevant scene where he says, do you know who I am? And mixes it up. Okay. But so, yeah, he gets away with it scot-free. Poor Shaq. Though, really, the Proctor's kind of being an asshole. Yeah, honestly. Because it's... What is 10 seconds? That's a power trip. It's such a bullshit thing. Yeah. Where does this proctor come from? Like, It would be one thing if everyone had turned in their test and he's still sitting there writing his test. Mm -hmm. But, like, he stands up with everyone else. Mm. Like, it's a bullshit line to draw. What if he knows Loganackles and, like, has a personal vendetta against him for being... This high and mighty rich guy up in his tower looking down on him and like how he's always been ignored. This is the proctor. Yeah. Uh, and now is his opportunity to exact revenge. I could buy it. All right. I mean, and when Logan, okay, here's the thing. Once Logan says, Do you know who I am? I lose all sympathy for Logan because he sounds like such a jerk. Yeah. He really does. So at that point, I'm over it. Yeah, and it's like, okay, fine. Does this go into his scheme to hide it? But Or does he come up with that after he throws his fucking, his bougie, like, I'm no, a millionaire? No, he saw the movie Slackers. This is like the Point Break thing. They're just doing a scene from a movie. Why are they just doing scenes from I don't movies know. this season? I don't know what's what happening. What is going on? They did the fucking Stanford prison test, but they got that all wrong. Yeah, they got, they did it completely backwards. Oh my god! Um, Which comes up again. Horshack gets busted taking a test for writers strong. Yes, but and that's just kind of that we just get told that. Yeah, there's nice lots of them. cheating is rampant. I guess is what we're learning. Yeah, but you know who didn't cheat? Who's that? Veronica. Okay, but she gets accused of plagiarism. Oh yes, of course. Um, yeah, and this is after she gets made, like, she's put on her pedestal, made such mm-hmm. a show of being the only person in class who can write a decent paper, and then Tim Foyle calls her into his office and is like... That's so gross. To put... <sighs> Here's the thing. Okay. I, I don't mind showing papers from previous years. mm but, like, to take one person from the class and be like, everyone read her paper because it was the only one that was good. Yeah. I don't think it's great. And he, like, runs it off, makes yeah. another copy of it, 
Or maybe she's uh, submitted it digitally. I don't know. Makes two copies He of makes it. a copy of it. Because one's hanging on the wall, and then she immediately gets a copy of yeah, it. Yeah, she has a copy of it. Whose benefit is that for? It's not like the kids can... Are they going to check it out? I one think at that's a time what he's. I think it? that's the implication that that's what he's asking them to do wow. in their own time to go check out her paper. Yeah, that's that's putting her in a rough spot. Which again, showing previous year's papers, mm-hmm. sure, great examples of the work, but like, but he has judgment problems. Yeah, and also I think there is something. Not to say, like, okay, you need to dumb down your class or you need to do this or that. But if we're looking at multiple courses throughout these episodes where the whole class is not living up to the teacher's expectation, Mm -hmm. right? So you need to redo that unit or something. If the entire class is falling short, something's wrong with how you're giving the information or how you want to receive it I do have empathy for... Teachers teaching a first year freshman class that mm-hmm. isn't like English, mm. and the quality of writing might not be up to par. Because, like, what are you supposed to do? Teach them how to write a paper? Right. Like, right, you right. can, but that's not really a criminology topic. Yeah. So, if she's the only one who can write a paper, yes, you could take time out of your criminology class to teach people how to write a paper, but like that does kind of that's, that's not really what you got into criminology. No, for. no, no. What you do is you just take the one student who did good <laughs> out to lunch and say, listen, I, I'm going to groom you for the next four yes, years. That's exactly what he does. He takes her out to lunch. He says, I want to be your advisor. I, here's what you should major in. Mm-hmm. Um, you're my new favorite. And she <laughs> loves it. She's so excited. Keith is a little jealous that she's so excited it's about a, it. It's a love bomb. This guy's got it. He's got the, oh, yeah. Um, And <laughs> poor Tim Foyle, man. I'm just like, like seeing how it all plays yeah. out. I'm just imagining like every step that Veronica is going through, like him getting the exact same little, like little treatment when yeah. he was a freshman. Totally. Little shining star. He was, but not anymore. No. Um, but Veronica gets to cho- the same paper that is praised. She gets a cho- accused of plagiarism. Mm-hmm. And she's accused by this guy who she doesn't recognize. Who's like, we've met Veronica. Ratner. And I still don't fully understand... Did Rat did Ratner just guess? Did yeah. Tim <laughs> tell him about it? That actually is really confusing because did it was done from a computer at Ratner's job. Ratner was like, "Yeah, I did it." He stands up in front of the class and takes credit for outing Veronica. Yeah. He must have, yeah, he must have breadcrumbed Ratner to this conclusion. Okay. Just like he got Veronica to follow his trail where right. he wanted her to go. All right, so Tim's pretty smart. Yeah, he's pretty good. He has no qualms about using his knowledge of criminal justice to get away with crimes. Yes. Which is a little unnerving, I yeah. think. Well, in this case, I don't know that he was trying to get away with a crime. 
as much as he was trying to lead Veronica to information. He is very much an ends justify the means kind of guy. Yes. And I don't think he intends for her to get in trouble for plagiarism. Mm -hmm. He intends for her to figure out the mystery. Oh, that's true. He probably had like a parachute to get her out of trouble at the end. Yeah. I don't think he was planning on getting her. I don't think that was his goal. (laughs) What his plan was just like, Ratner did it. She was like, oh, okay. Which Ratner gets fucked anyway. He does. For stealing all that hotel stuff. Yeah. Poor Ratner. Especially because Ratner's right. Veronica should recognize the help. It's fucked up that Veronica doesn't recognize the guy who brings her room service every night at Mm -hmm. Logan's house. She's just, she's in a cloud of lovemaking and arguing about whether or not he and his friends have committed crimes or not. But you should acknowledge the people who bring you food. Yeah. It is, it's interesting because it's got to be him at least like three times a week. Yeah. They order every meal mm-hmm. right to his room. Totally. Which was fun when we see Keith in the lobby of the Neptune Grand. Yeah. Because it definitely felt like he was infringing on her territory. Yeah, totally. Which is so weird for like a child. To- yeah, that her ho- that a fancy hotel is her territory. Yeah. But it was. He was kind of in her space. And she does not like it. Mm-mm. She does not approve because- Keith is hanging out with Harmony, the unhappily married woman that he gets along with very well. They're just friends. I know that, I think Keith really did believe that he could keep it platonic, but they are going on dates. They are attracted to each other. Mm -hmm. They, they are, it was never just friends. I mean, self-delusion, like in that sort of like sexual tension mode, like, it needs the thinnest of, of, oh, yeah. of pretense, you know, to survive, I think. And I think that she, and it happens in the episode, she comes to it much sooner that, fuck it, let's just like be honest about what we're doing. Right. And Keith's like, so wait, we can't pretend anymore? Pretending is off the table? Yeah. I mean, Keith, fuck, it's so much better for Keith if he gets to pretend, because if he starts dating her for real, Veronica's going to break him up somehow. Yeah, I mean, well, and there's the part where he isn't usually a part of adultery. Right. Because um, she's not talking about leaving her husband. <sighs> it's pretty, yeah, it's, it's pretty sketch. I want it for Keith. I always... You know, I think Keith deserves love. Yeah. But is she, is Harmony going to be the one? Like, is she ever going to leave her husband? She talks a big game about how unhappy she is. Right, but but she stays for her daughter. Yeah, I don't think she's ever going to leave her husband. I mean, I don't think she's giving any signs that that's, because if she wanted to do that, she would have done it. If she wanted to, she would. Yeah. And she hasn't, so she must not want to. Well, Keith wants to fuck, so he does. Well, first he's like, I don't know which I would regret more. Yeah. Not being with you or being with you. And then he gets in a car accident and he's like, oh shit, I figured it out. I now know exactly what I would regret more. Which it's funny because, okay, so he gets into the car accident. He's got to wait around for the sheriff to show yep. up, give a report. And that guy probably was drunk. Probably, yeah. Didn't so, see a sign. So I mm-hmm. feel like there was, there was some criminal activity with this car accident. It's going to be, that's going to take an hour at least. He's got to get yeah. the car towed, 
where are they towing it to? To the shop? Is he just going to pick it up tomorrow? Then he has to get a cab back to the Neptune Grand. Yep. Is she staying in that? Well, I guess she paid she's, for she it. She paid so for I'll a room, so she's staying there. Why wouldn't wouldn't you? Because she was humiliated. Because yeah, so you can be humiliated. You can't be humiliated at a hotel room. You're going to go be- to your house to be humiliated? Yeah, all right, fine. You're drinking martinis in the hotel bar, and you're humiliated. Aren't you going to just go to the room that you paid for? Yeah, that's fine. I don't know. I was surprised she was still there. I Go home, lady. If you're not going to leave your husband, go home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she made... I mean, it worked out for her. Yeah. Um, I feel like she made the right decision. I think they both made the right decision. Well, and she was at a conference at the Grand. Yeah, but she lives in town. Like, it was a shock that she got a room. She didn't get a room for the conference. She you're got right. a room for... To... Rub baby oil all over that beautiful well, bald head. Well, and then she got to, so yeah. it all worked out for her. I did like when they started making out, uh, she just plops her palm right on top of his head. <laughs> She's into it. They're passionate. Just right on the crown. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I love them. Yeah, I love them too. I do think it's complicated. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It feels inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's key. But Veronica is not going to like it. She already doesn't like it. Mm-mm. Before it happened, she didn't like it. So, so the other, I'm sh- thinking, is it the other romance of this episode? I guess it's the only other one between Parker and Piz. Yes. So P- Piz invites Veronica to go bowling and mm-hmm. makes it sound like it's a whole group of people going bowling. Which uh, is, yeah, uh, short of starting hiring her to investigate a crime, that's how you get someone to commit adultery, I guess. Yes. So he invites her to bowl- go bowling. Mm-hmm. She, of course, invites her boyfriend, and she invites Parker, and then Piz has no friends. <laughs> so it's just Piz. And at first, Parker's like awkward. Like, she's like, oh shit, is this like a double date? Is this a setup? But then she has a really good time and she's like, oh, that's right. I'm a social person. Yeah. I like to be around other people. And she's like, Piz isn't that uncute. He's fine. He's totally fine. Um, and so she's like, Veronica, find out if he likes me. And Veronica acts about as awkward and weird about this as any human. And I know she doesn't have friends, she hasn't had a girlfriend. Who, who this kind of girlfriend since like Meg? Mm-hmm. She does not have friends. Oh my god, that's so generous to <laughs> I guess, Meg. Okay, so the last it's funny they don't use this example because she's like, oh, I have history with asking people yeah. about crushes. Like the last time she went through this was Meg setting up Meg with her ex fucking boyfriend. Yeah, that's true. When he was secret admiring her and doing the whole sketchy text yeah. situation. And that went so much worse. That went horribly. <laughs> That's like people But that died. would have been complicated. People had to yeah, be but that fled would, to other continents. That would have been so much more complicated for her to have to say over a voiceover. So <laughs> she picks when she was in sixth grade and she yeah. had to say, do, do you like her? Mm-hmm. Um, but she's so fucking awkward and weird about it. Yeah. It's, it's like, Veronica, this is not that big a deal. Yeah, you pointed this out when we were watching it. When she goes and asks Piz, like, they both, and he's like, no, I don't like Parker. She's not my type. 
they're both like they have different motives behind that, yes. right? So if Veronica doesn't give a shit about Piz, which that all the evidence points to she doesn't right. fucking care who Piz no. dates. Why is it so stressful for her? Like why does she fucking care? I think it's really just that she it's people's feelings and she doesn't really care about people's feelings. <laughs> gotcha. She just straight up doesn't want to be put out. I don't think she wants to be put. It's an imposition. She just doesn't want to deal with it. And is it fun to be the go-between for your friends? No, of course not. Are you kidding? Wait, you you like it? That would be so fun. No, it's It's never happened. But like, if I okay, if you threw a party, yeah, and there was a cute boy there Uh that I liked, and I said, "Can you find out if he likes me?" Fucking bet, son. I would be all awkward in that. I would have, first of all, I'd have a fucking shortlist for an A team. Like, you wouldn't (laughs) just be getting me. You would have agents on this fucking operation. All right. Well, that is good to know that I could put you to work. I think, (laughs) I guess, the more, I feel like the way adults would do it would be more like, can you give me their number? Mm. Right, that feels more like what I what I would actually do is probably. Or can you give so so my number? Right versus yeah. like, do you do you think they like me? That feels know. more. That does feel sixth grade. But if they're guess, in college, which is like just a little bit later than sixth grade, but it's like the same kind of thing. So I I'm think not. If you say, "Can you find out if they like me?" It doesn't. You're hoping they'll do more than just, "Hey, do you like Mogi?" <laughs> Mogi asked but, me to ask you if you like her. But She's that, over there. But that <laughs> is what all Veronica is prepared to do. Versus, yes. I think, Parker wanted me to give you her number. Parker overestimates the friendship she has with Mac and yeah. Veronica. Well, she's trying. She's I being... know. She's a very sweet, giving person, she I is, think. Yes. And so maybe she expects And she that. absolutely would do this for Veronica oh, if Veronica would, wanted it. Yeah, and she would be all covert about it. Yeah, and she'd, she'd do be it like, smooth. Wallace, I need you to get me access to your room so I can spy <laughs> on Piz when he's not around. Like, no, she, Parker would be like me. She, yeah, Parker <laughs> would be motivated and get it done. And I would do it. Colin, I would do that for you. Well, thank you, Mogi. Would I be awkward? Possibly. But I'm just an awkward person. But Mogi, don't you see? He likes you. <gasps> no! He's got a crush on you all along. That's oh why he asked God. you to go bowling. He didn't no, want me shit. to show up. I didn't see it. Oh, uh, you're could, blind. This could have consequences. <laughs> no, but it really is. It's funny because Veronica really feels like so relieved when he says she's not my type. Mm-hmm. But Piz is like, She's not my type. He's in his mind. He is putting it all out he on the line. He thinks he really is. He feels like he asked her out with the bowling thing. <laughs> and and the funny thing is, like Veronica's pretty smart at a lot of things. Sure. And Logan fucking sees it. Oh, when Logan, yeah. it's like it's me, Logan, her boyfriend. We've met. Well, <laughs> speaking of, yeah, and then Veronica has to do the same goddamn thing. With Trish, ugh, I like Trish. Honestly, I like Trish too. I like Trish for Logan. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to just go ahead and look. We had a good run, Logan and Veronica. Let's get Trish and Logan together. The true OTP. 
Yeah, I just don't know how there's a way that that happens that Logan that Veronica doesn't try to destroy Trish. Oh my god. And what a it's a shame that they're all entangled with these emotional uh dalliances, you know, mm-hmm. between Piz and Veronica and Trish and Logan and Logan and every other fucking girl on campus. <laughs> because Trish could be a huge asset to Veronica in the future. Yes. A loose-lipped concierge at the Neptune Grand. You know how much work she's done in the past to get concierges to tell her things? She's posed as concierge to I get I know, people. they've done all kinds of things. Oh, my God. But now this woman just giving her business cards with room numbers and people's names? Yeah. Amazing. I'll fucking call you next time I need to break this person's confidentiality. I love it. Um, The other thing, and I know we're not, I don't know how we're going to talk about this and not talk about Logan Sucks. Okay, well. But this is the other thing that I think you blacked out during the scene. But Logan <laughs> says, we got we to gotta get Mercer off these rape charges. Yeah. Because I'm his alibi. Oh, wh- where were you? I can't tell you. That's not, what, that's not a fucking <laughs> alibi. You have more experience in the criminal justice system. <sighs> it's a secret. <laughs> you can't have secret alibis. <laughs> Could you imagine him taking the stand? <laughs> I take the fifth. But I'm an alibi. I take the fifth. Listen, it's better for us all if you don't know the specifics <laughs> of where Mercer You won't and I. be happier. Also, he was his alibi for a rape. Yep. There Not Parker's. Lo- there are a lot of them. He wasn't his alibi for him only. Do we know where he was during Parker's? Because Veronica was out with Mac. Veronica was out with Mac. Oh, no, I don't think we know where he was. He All I know is Logan said the summer rape, which is the one yeah. from season two, right? Yeah. So. Or maybe even a, another one. Yeah. There's been like five attacks. Yeah, there have been a bunch. Maybe he knows something. Maybe he's... No, Logan. It is... He's not giving her a lot. That's the true crime, as, as you pointed out. <laughs> like, yeah. He has to tell her right here in this room before we go to credits yeah, where they he were. Is not, he is not telling her. Ugh, Logan, Logan, And here's Logan. the thing with... And again, I know we tried not to talk shit on Logan, but... With Logan, the answer is probably something bad. Yeah. Starting with bum fights, Logan. All along, if Logan is has a secret, it's a bad secret. Mm-hmm. It's never a secret he's visiting nursing homes and made friends with old people and helping them heal their Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. It's never that he was building a really cool present for Veronica for her birthday. If he has a secret, he's doing something gross. Yeah. Yeah, I believe last time uh, he had a secret alibi for someone, it was that we weren't in Mexico buying drugs. We were in Mexico visiting a brothel. Yes. Um, or we weren't... Uh, <laughs> what was it when he uh, got off the hook for killing Lily? He was, ah, uh, yes, burning down a hotel room. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not going to be good. Logan's gross. He's a bad boyfriend. I don't trust this Mercer, and I hope Lamb can at least keep him on the drug charges. 
and the illegal gambling, like, yeah, get him off the streets. Yeah, no, and I will say we don't know that he's guilty yet. Okay, but that actor is so good at playing such a smarm bucket. He's really pissing me off so far. He is like <laughs> punchable, and you just you just know he does gross things. Like you just know it. So, good job to that actor. I know. He's really killing it. Um, all right. So, who's Rory Finch? That is a name that um, the professor uses when he has assignations with women. It's his code name. Assignations? Mm-hmm. You like that? Yeah, that's really nice. Oh, Oh, sorry, my dog just farted in my face, <laughs> and it really stinks. Uh, oh God! Um, he is—he has chosen to lie, like <laughs> fart and towards your head. Yes, like, I think it's probably helping his gas. Oh but... yeah, elevate the yeah, wind. Yeah, exactly. Oh, poor oh, buddy. Poor buddy. Uh, but Rory Finch comes up as in the hilarious scene between Max yes. and Veronica. Because she is without her Mac, so she needs a new three-lettered hacker type. Yes. And Max, of course, is the one who sells Wallace the test, and then is just clueless, and no matter how many times it's explained to him what yeah, Veronica's trying to do. Yeah, he doesn't fully understand. He's still like, so you want me to buy a paper? But you already have the paper. It's like, don't buy papers from this guy. Buy papers from me. Look, there's no security. Who guaranteed you this paper? I'm like, bro, all right. Just give me the email address. Just give me this information. Um, And yeah, so it's Rory Finch at Hearst.org. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't do Hearst.edu. It's so easy. It's so easy. And in a TV show, do you really need to, you don't need to get the email address. You just need to say it. I think so, unless there is some Hearst College somewhere, but it's just we- it's weird that they don't say right, .edu. Right, it's like the it would be the eight six seven five three zero nine of our generation where the Rory yeah would, uh, would get completely bamboozled with emails from Veronica fans. I mean, but is it really that different than Hearst.org? No, it's really not. Um. So Veronica's now on the hunt. She figures out that no one named Rory Finch has ever gone to her. She somehow figures that out by looking at the files of current students. <laughs> she figures what? out that no one named Rory Finch has ever. Do you know Dell doesn't keep one file of every student <laughs> in his office? ever attended the school? A 200-year proud institution. It's crazy. Like, it's one of those things, and... I get that it's more entertaining to watch someone look through files than to look at a database, but yeah. this this information she should have found from a computer database. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not from physical files in a in the dean's office. Not even in a file. She didn't go to the file rooms. We just it brings us back to Neptune High. It Her does. thumbing through a file cabinet. Didn't it just? And then when she gets caught, mm-hmm. didn't it just make you think? Ah, remember when yeah. when she was just a girl. Yeah, before she was a young woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rory Fitch doesn't exist, but he does use a computer at Hearst College. I mean, at Neptune Grand. Yes. 
And that leads her back to Ratner. But turns out Ratner is just the bell- bellhop. Yeah. Ratner was really just Tim Foyle's pawn, as yes. we discussed. But as Trish, being fucking ride or die as yep. she is, calls her up. Hey, Rory Finch is here. He's in room 909. Mm-hmm. And he's... Looking good. He's got yeah. a lady friend with him. Veronica heads up there. Awkward moment with Pops. Goes and sees who else but Mrs. Odell. Oh, my goodness. In a robe. Like, what? shit's going down. Mm-hmm. And then she's just flabbergasted. Can't understand what's going on. Yes. Why would the dean's wife frame me? That makes no sense. For plagiarism. Literally makes no sense at all. Then. As she's leaving, she sees sexy prof. Yeah, Professor Landry's there. Coming in with his fucking sexy bottle of champagne. Yeah, he's got champagne. Answering to the name Rory Finch. Which I feel like I feel like that was for dumb viewers. Because she could have because <laughs> he's walking away. They're alone in the hallway. There's no one else there. He's kind of walking away. She's in the the elevator and before the doors close she says to Rory Finch and he looks at her Mm -hmm. I think she could have said any two words in the English language and he would have looked at her she could have said Bazookal Jones what and he would have looked Bazookal Jones (laughs) yes any two words in the English language even two words that aren't in the English language that's my point I'm just proving my point even better I mean I (laughs) Yeah, I, you've got my attention. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just, it doesn't, it, yeah. It takes some leaps. And granted, we've shown that I'm not the best at following the mystery at okay. all times. But yeah, she gets from, okay, there's two adults who have no motive and I aren't even near my suspect list yeah. for my mystery, fucking in a hotel room. That's an interesting thing. To storming into Tim's office and being like, you did it, Tim. Process of elimination. Well, I think that Tim was always really the top suspect because he's the only one with motive. Yeah, but so the meat, I don't know. And then the thing is, it's such a complicated crime. I have trouble with like complicated crimes sometimes because it's like, that's not really how it works. Like. If you're a criminal, you do like one thing and you right. either get away with it or you don't. Right. It's not like, ah, I broke into, I was at the Neptune Grand and I made a fake document that says that this is a year old paper from a fake email address that is the name of my boss's fake name where he goes and fucks people at this hotel. And I know that this kid detective is so sharp, she'll follow all these breadcrumbs past the Patsy who is her fellow student, who's all too happy to take credit for the whole fucking thing. Well, he doesn't know the whole thing. He's willing to take credit for accusing her of plagiarism. He's not willing to take credit for faking a paper that... Yeah, that's true. Like, he's not... But he's putting someone, like, between Veronica and He's a normal, good person like us. He's the us in this episode. Yeah, yeah. He works his job. He wants to he wants get a, a little, little revenge, respect. a little fucking oh. respect. Yeah. <laughs> he wants revenge now. But at first, all he wanted was respect. Yes. It turned into a need for revenge. Yeah. 
And he's, he doesn't want to see Veronica Mars, who doesn't even have to work a job. What, she works at the library? <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. And she gets her paper held up as the perfect fucking paper. Also, if your peer has been living in a fucking hotel room, getting steaks every night, banging it out, yep. doesn't know your fucking name. Oh, man. No, he, he does deserve revenge. He deserves revenge. And instead, he gets revenged upon. <laughs> and then, and he's totally an afterthought. She's like, oh. Oh, right. Darn. Fucking... I double dunked that kid. Yeah, I ruined that guy's life. Because uh, I bet, because I, my understanding, because I've known people with that job, that that is one of the best jobs at, like one of the best jobs at a hotel. Bell hopping. Well, what he's he's food running for room service. Okay. And that you can make really good money. Yeah. And yeah. it's service, but it's not like as. Fa- it's like. It's delivery, but the distance you have to go is very short. Yeah, absolutely. And you can get a lot of tips. It's like the comforts of being like an indoor server, mm-hmm. but without the like high pressure nature of yes. indoor server, with the autonomy of being a delivery driver. Right. Like it gets you both, and you, but you have to, and apparently, like the guy I know who did it, he worked like the 12 to 6 shift, mm-hmm. which could be tough to work an overnight mm-hmm. but you could make really good money because rich people waste money a lot between 12 and 6 does that peak spending hours i think it's like peak fuck it hours right yeah who gives a shit who man a i shit? want a fucking burger yeah here's a hundred dollars thanks for the burger amazing right well, that sucks. That doesn't make me feel any better <laughs> that so she stole his she really stole great his job good job that he's had for two years. Maybe she'll get him another job. Maybe. I mean, is maybe it she'll be that? help him with his next paper. <laughs> Give him Max's phone number. Yeah, there she go. There you go. <laughs> get him caught for that. Yeah. I'm surprised that nobody asked Wallace to turn in Max. Because you'd think that would be like similar part to, of that process. Is yeah, similar where did you to get it? when Weevil's uh, accomplice wasn't asked for no, even once. Yeah. No. They really just kind of do half the investigation. That is wild. Clearly, you cheated on this test. Professor, you've been giving this test without editing it for three yeah. years. What do you think happened? Well, even just, like, where did you get the test? Yeah. I mean, if I were investigating a cheating scandal, that would be one of the questions I would ask. And we know that Dean Odell likes to investigate stuff. Mm -hmm. He wanted to know the botany professor's name. He did. A lot of holes in this mystery. But it could also be the Wallace athlete piece, which we didn't really talk about, that he may be getting that treatment because he is a star athlete. Yeah. We need to just get this over and done with. And mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. We know he's a fan of sport. Mm-hmm. Dean Odell loves a blood sport. Yes. Um, I do like, I like, I, it's a very fun, like one-to-one comparison. Like, oh, his yeah. wife has this way worse secret. Mm-hmm. But I love that every time Veronica sees him, he's like, here's a list of secrets I keep from my <laughs> wife. <laughs> Don't tell her. And he's always like, if you run into her, which she yeah, does. Which she does run into her. And she keeps her mouth shut. That's yeah. very good of her. 
She doesn't want to be part of that marital drama. What circles does he think that are overlapping between the student and his wife? I don't know. She comes in to drop off lunch. Oh, okay. She's around. She's around, yeah, yeah. I think it's that she's around. Um, She shows up. I think it's that he wants to brag about having secrets from his wife. I think that makes him feel like a big shot. Yeah, I think he has a pretty sad life. <laughs> Poor Dino Dell. But luckily his his stepson is doing better. Yeah, that's true. Um his oldest, who fucking knows, he's going to crazy face painting concert. He's really into face painting. Yeah, but I mean so far I'm like finding more and more holes in season three Mm -hmm. episodes you know what i mean yeah i do they're not firing on all cylinders just yet no or anymore yeah that's Um, right i think the first season to me is as we've talked about a lot it's like a flawless piece of television yeah and then season two is pretty fantastic yeah and then season three i think there's some of the cracks start to show um and we're getting closer to the end of this first arc, but the choice of having the shorter arcs, it means for some, even though you would think in a shorter arc, wouldn't Veronica be more driven by the overarching plot, but somehow she's less driven by it. You know what it is? It's yeah. It, it's causing a problem with minutes per mystery. Mm-hmm. She's this serial rape case is going to end up getting like the equivalent investigation time of like two mysteries of the week. Yeah. If we keep going at this pace. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, I'm ready to dig in. I want Mac back. Yeah. I want to lose some, I know that it's, uh, we got to establish that their lives are different because they're in college, yeah. but honestly, I want a fucking mystery. Yeah. I want to see Veronica go dig way deep into this and like mm-hmm. let's just do that show for a little yeah. while um i'm hoping we get that on our next two episodes which are of vice and men mm-hmm. and lord of the pie Ooh, pie is a greek letter <laughs> come, come on now sugar, sugar! well done <laughs>